Welcome to the FX Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Chris. I'm Marissa. And I'm Scott. And we are keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. Uh, this week is brought to you by us, our Threadless store. Um, so you can go visit it. Uh, they wrote down what the address is, but it's really long and I'm not going to read it all. So <laughs> if you go to the description. It'll be in the show notes. It'll be in the show notes, the description in the episode, all that fun stuff. Um, go cool. check it out. You can also find it if you go find us on Instagram or join the group on Facebook um, and answer the questions because there's a questionnaire. And we finally got someone who answered it, and we were completely shocked. So thanks, Josh, for actually answering it. <laughs> um, and then did, did you donate to St. Jude's? So last week we did um, the live episode, which was to help with Chris uh, raising money for St. Jude's. He can tell you a little bit more about that. Uh, yeah, we've got this week and next week left to reach my goal of $1,000. We're only two fifty away. Hey. So, yeah. So that'll be good if we can actually reach that goal. Yeah. So go and donate some money to them, guys. That yeah, that link will be down also. Yeah, in the notes, descriptions, fun stuff. Um, what's new, Chris? Anything new with you? Did I get anything new in the last week? We're getting our you so. we're getting our uh, postal service employees on to start giving us the answers yeah remember thursday <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah call, call call up my uh ups guy say hey did you drop anything off at my house this week thanks bill i appreciate it sweet <laughs> <laughs> of you to remember but gear wise i don't think i got anything new new life wise i've had two practices with a band that's like half praise and worship half like indie rock so we've had a practice for each and that's been pretty interesting so it should be interesting to see where that ends up wait so you're the same band doing two different bands yes okay i was just making sure i was following <laughs> that because i was just like i don't know if that's i don't know doing. either so you're gonna do like Death Cab I for didn't... cutie meets hillsong yeah I didn't like quite know that was a thing until I like showed up to practice and like we didn't go over any like praise and worship songs and we worked on like originals. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know that South Park episode where he's like, yeah, I can make Christian rock. You just take love songs and you replace baby with Jesus. Yeah. The band's name was uh, For Him. Yeah. Like, how do you do that with indie rock? Like what? what is the like overused trope that you can replace and make it suddenly... I think every time uh, you uh, say like "ba" or like a weird noise, that's not a word. Like whenever like, ba, oh, no. ba, 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 I, I mean, uh, Green Day uses uh, what's the lyric? Like a child a lot, and I think that's become a trend in, or was a trend in PNW at one point. So hmm. by a stretch, Are you and they have that two Billy songs that say Jesus. Praise and worship music. <laughs> I wish he would actually. Listen, I've been playing praise and worship music for a while now, and never once have I been like, "Yeah, that's the guitar part to American Idiot." Right there in that song. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's my uh, what's new. Okay. Yes, uh, according to the spreadsheet. Where's it go? Go, you're up. So, I think I might bring in the bass to our guitar guy. What happened? Hopefully. How much? Are, like, we still need to get it set up. Is that what's left? 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought all like, the hard work. Chris messed messed something up. You're <laughs> like, not yet. <laughs> Better not. <laughs> Didn't you mess up your finger trying to put that thing together? Yeah, uh, my socket wrench was too shallow for the tuner, so they're like halfway tightened, like where they need to be. And I respect the base too much to try to get like a regular wrench in there. So I'm either gonna let the tech finish that off or just actually go buy me a extended like socket set which i probably need anyway because man stuff man yeah definitely do you have a what is that harbor freight near you I th- yeah yeah we have one in town yeah you should uh, go in there you can probably get it for like three dollars that's the store that we keep getting the uh, papers oh uh, yeah, yeah that's true yeah, they could have gotten like uh, newspaper stuff uh, an- they do another goofy yeah, trick that might grab her a couple weeks ago <laughs> uh, the one for like older people who don't want to bend over exactly and it said like no minimum those. purchase so oh, nice could have gone and bought a screw and gotten that, <laughs> that so chris goofy idea slash question on your socket is the shaft for the socket wrench smaller than the head of the tuner because on like guitar tuners if the the socket's too short you can just put the socket on without the wrench attached. Oh yeah, this is a base, so it's, yeah. it's the vintage style with the split, so it's yeah. a little wider than normal. Yeah, it's a big tuning peg. Yeah. <laughs> Fun. All right, uh, Scott, what do you got now? Uh, I don't think I bought anything this week. <gasps> I know, I know. I've been uh, buying stuff like the last three weeks. I know. Well, I've had no new income. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the problem um, is, is you've had more time to buy stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, I, uh, I I spent some time on the MIDI controller stuff. I've been posting Gosh. updates on the group about that. Yeah. Um, it's it's the the hardware functionality side of it is pretty much there. I just need it. I need to figure out the MIDI, like how to send MIDI signals with. The Arduino and just copy some code. So, I'm I'm getting close to prototyping it for like real and getting it off a of breadboard soon. That's pretty so, fun. Yeah, it's been it's been fun. I'm learning a lot. It's like so I I've, I minored in electrical engineering when I was in school, and so like this is reminding me of my like freshman and sophomore year labs, like trying to build these little logic circuits and stuff like that. So it's been kind of a fun kind of refresher on that for me. Nice. And I got the Lambertones pickups thrown oh. in my Squire. Uh, uh, I, I, I want to hold like final judgments on it. This is not a, oh my gosh, they're bad. It's a, it's a, um, I, I threw them in my Squire Strat and I didn't realize until I opened up my Squire Strat that it had 500k pots in it instead of like the usual 250 so i don't know if the pickups are super bright and punchy or that's just the pots and uh i won't get a chance to uh get hands on my uh the my other strat until probably another week or so just because i'll be out of town all this week for work and all that kind of stuff so uh I, i won't get a chance to like really demo them with the new with with the the guitar they're gonna wind up in. Hmm. Okay. So. 
Diaz, how about you? Uh, I got a piece of balsa wood, which apparently isn't a dense enough wood to use as a shim on a neck, so I've been told. Tonewoods, bro. Tonewoods. Listen. Can we say that on the podcast? Yes. Tonewoods? <laughs> yeah. As long as you don't say you got a toner, I think you're okay. Um, but you said it. Yeah, but I said it for what not to say, so it's okay. It's oh. Like whenever, <laughs> oh, so it's like you can say whatever you want when you say it with all due respect. Yeah, with, with all okay. due respect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, so I got that because uh, I'm going to try to shim the neck. And the main reason why I got it was it was cheap. And it already looked like it could come close to fitting into the neck pocket. And um, I figured if I'm going to screw the neck down, it's going to make a better um, complete it'll completely touch and won't cause a whole lot of neck warpage if that's a word sound like a star trek word but um, <laughs> a lot of warping of the neck so i'm gonna mess with that and then i bought a boss ph2 because i need to stop listening to incubus and looking at guitar pedals that's the first <laughs> thing that i saw you that you bought that pedal i was like oh he's gonna play the warmth yeah <laughs> that's actually the exact song that I like, um, so because that, that's one of my favorite Incubus songs. It really is. It's a, that whole album. I made my kids sit down and watch it because they were like trying to get me to listen to Twenty One Pilots. And I'm like, it's not that I hate Twenty One Pilots. It's that I just don't care for it. It's just not my style. Um, but I was like, you want to hear real music? And I sat down in the, the Morning View Sessions uh, concert. I had them watch it. It was like an hour long, and they're all just kind of like, what is going on here? <laughs> um, that, that was like the heyday of like incubus too like that's when he was that's, doing that that hollow body mccarty prs that was just yeah. like gorgeous and i think if i remember correctly at the time he was using mesa amps mesa lone stars i think they were but they weren't like the black ones they were white or cream mm -hmm. um so that was like a really cool time and then that's when Mike Durnce was still in the band before they got Brandon Boyd's like brother-in-law or something. Wasn't he, wasn't Ben, it's Ben, oh, what's his name? He, I don't, yeah, Google it's ben something. Who cares? I don't. I thought he was in the roots before that. He's awful. He's awful Caucasian to be in the roots. Uh, <laughs> is there any white people in the roots? I don't think he was Caucasian. I don't think so. I think he was. <laughs> Look it up. I'm not looking. That up. is the wrong incubus that I just Wikipedia. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but um, Ben yeah, Kenny. Ben Kenny is he white or black? Uh, tough to tell from this picture. <laughs> Can you turn the Associated yeah. Acts, <laughs> The Roots. I guess, was he in The Roots? Okay. Yep. I mean, all right, well. He sucks he, in Incubus, that's all I know. <laughs> Ever since Crow Left of, of the Murder came out, it's just been downhill. I so, liked that album. The only song I liked on it was Talk Shows on Mute. Uh, I liked some other stuff on that. That was a good album. No. <laughs> but, uh, um, so, yeah, I bought that. And then I forgot that Jess was in the group and she looked, she turns to me, she goes, <laughs> she goes, you can't just post this stuff and expect me not to see it. I'm in the group. And I was like, uh, I said, oh. <laughs> yeah, I definitely didn't talk that one over with her. And she, I said, 
I said, well, you were asleep, and I didn't want to wake you up. Hey, she didn't even get mad, so it's it worked out. But, yeah, that was definitely, I realized at that point, (laughs) new gear day posts probably aren't going to happen often. I know, I'm pretty sure she doesn't listen to the podcast, so. (laughs) I I probably need to set her up to download it, though. (laughs) I'm I'm like, kids, bring me your phones. I got to set up to download that. (laughs) So, um. Okay, Ben Kenny <laughs> is not white. <wine-tearing. laughs> so, what? I guess there were no white people in the roots. At least I was right about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, moving on from that. <laughs> yeah, well, let the we'll let you the don't want to double down on race right now. Well, that that would be <laughs> the great topic to go into. Listen, we can talk about This Is America by uh, Charles Gambino. So. Oh, that's that video is interesting. The video is phenomenal. It is yeah. 100% yep. an awesome work of art. And coming from uh, kind of being the song itself, um, plus added to the music video, that mm-hmm. like is a game changer. So it's very, yeah. very, very serious content. It was I thought it was phenomenal. Yeah, I, so. I've never really listened to his stuff very much because I don't I really get into rap. Have. And he was hosting Saturday Night Live. So that's like the first time I heard it. And I was like, oh, this song's kind of bipolar. What's going on? And, but then like I watched the video and it's like, oh, oh, it made a lot more sense. I need things explained to me often in this world <laughs> to understand it. So no, I watched I watched a few videos that like we're talking about the hidden, not the hidden. Well, yeah, the hidden meanings. Or like things to like pay attention to, and I was like, man, some of this stuff's pretty in- intense. So. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I guess we can go on to topics. Uh, news. News. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's the word I was looking for. I got knocked it's out of the thing. I had to see the picture of Ben Kenny and realize. <laughs> hey, listen. I just want to point out. At least I don't see color. So there's that. Good job. Um, Court, are you actually you... colorblind? No, I'm not. I do have <laughs> okay. a friend who is colorblind. We used to. Yeah, play I was gonna Halo say it's like th- there could be other reasons for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Court debuts five nine five hundred ninety nine dollars Sunset TC Vintage mashup guitar. Um, so Court came out with these guitars, and from what I understand, Court's quality is pretty decent. Well, Court uh, is like the house brand name of the Indonesian factories, right? Like they yeah. used to build for a bunch of people. Yeah. Well, the main thing is, is like they're, yeah, they're like the house brand so they can actually make the money. So a lot of the stuff that they're making, the quality is like something like Reverend is a company that I can think of. Those are, those are built by court. I don't know if they're built by court. Cause um, like Samic was that way too. Wasn't it like Samic was, yeah. It's the all ho- built in the same company. Yeah. It's all built in the same factory. And what happens is is the factory itself comes up with a house brand mm-hmm. that they can sell. So instead of only making other people's stuff and making it that way, they can make their stuff too. Kind of like people would say that the factory workers would work like on the night shift to do this. It was like kind of a nighttime thing. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's like the saying that people use. Like it's the, the night shift. Hmm. Employees are making these things. But... Um, Interesting. The guitars are ugly, um, so they got that going for them. Wait, hang on. Before before we color everybody <laughs> with Diaz's opinion on this, 
<laughs> Chris and Marissa, wh- what are your thoughts on the looks of this guitar? Scott already played I, one. Yeah, I like the shape, but because they distressed it and there's like no option for a non-distressed, it is kind of on the ugly side. What? I like, I mean, I like it overall. It's just, it's too distressed for me. Marissa, what well, do you that's think? too bad for you. I like it. What do you like about it? I like the way it looks. I like the distressed. I mean, I like distressed stuff too, but... I, don't, I think the distressing on it is actually pretty decent. Yeah, it is it's decent. Very light. It's, just... it's, very, it's very light, and it's not... Um... It's in the natural <laughs> spots it would happen to. True, yeah, yeah, it's not like the headstock's worn off where you can't see who originally built it, like some other guitar companies. Black mm-hmm. 35. <laughs> I, I also like how uh, when you hop between the two images, I'm on, on on Quartz website, so you can go between the the worn butter blonde and the worn white blonde. I don't know how white blonde is a thing, but anyway, uh, like the relicking isn't identical. It's in the same spots, but it's not like uh, was it the Fender Road worn where it was like literally exactly I, the yeah. same. Yeah, yeah. Though I do like how the tuners don't line up. Like, if you switch between them, the tuners shift around. Oh, yeah. Because they're yeah. not put on straight on the white one. <laughs> 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 so they're being true to their Gibson roots of putting messed up guitars on their website. Yes. Mm. <laughs> so, so. I will say I'm glad somebody put out another white, like, Les Paul-ish inspired guitar. Because oh, there's not many now. of those out there right now. I didn't say now. junior. I said Les Paul style. Yeah, yeah. No, no. no. You, you, I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about... Fine, how would you like me to say I'll put a uh, P90 in the bridge and call it a junior? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I, I like how the pickguard is unique, too. Like, this isn't a Les Paul pickup pickguard. It's not a Telecaster pickguard. It's a unique shape. Yeah, it's definitely different enough that... I like it. I just the headstock <laughs> feels a little off to me. That's the only part that where I'm like, eh. but oh, we other podcasts I think have had a discussion of how much more to a headstock can you really do? Yeah. At this point. Fair. We already stole the idea. Mm. Other <laughs> so might as well yeah. steal that one too. Let's just steal the topic. You know we Let's play do? a game, guys. <laughs> how, how much crap can we steal from other podcasts in one episode? <laughs> so other unique uh, things on this one that are worth mentioning. Uh, it's It's got a Telecaster bridge and a Telecaster pickup from the looks of it. Duncan, which model is it? It's a Duncan TE-103B. That's a memorable pickup name. Uh <laughs> And then it's got a P90 in the neck, which P90s complement Telecasters really well when it's in the neck spot. So I'm pretty sure those are Duncan designed, by the way. Per, oh, Duncan yeah, yeah, designed P90 one. Oh, yeah. We were talking about that because uh, uh, the D'Angelico D'Angelico guitars I've been posting in the group. Um, mm-hmm. Really, the, I was like, man, those those look great. The problem is, is they don't have all of their videos of are them being clean sounding, which I don't know why. I think everyone wants to play jazz with D'Angelico, 
But the uh, pickups are Duncan Design. And honestly, anytime I see Duncan Design, the first thing I think of is, what else can I put in there? Yeah. Yeah. But at 500 bucks, I mean... I mean, this is definitely a good like mod platform because if it was me, I probably would like swap out porters and get like the porter T90 put in the bridge and get like ghost saddles and have like a semi acoustic type thing going on. Hmm. All right, do I get to say how I feel now? Sure. It's we'll ugly. It. it looks like <laughs> a it looks like a Les Paul Jr. and a Telecaster had a baby and that baby got pregnant <laughs> oh it looks pregnant at the bottom the shape it, just looks odd it's got an es kind of a, a lower bout where it's a little bigger yeah but at it least it's not as ugly. odd as other guitars that try to pull off the les no, paul look. it looks like if your kid tried to draw the picture for you <laughs> like you know how like like one side like right there where the relicking is where your uh shoulder or your elbow would go it looks like it's wait it's way too wide and the pick guard looks like something from a first act. I don't know if that's original. I'd say first act probably did that first. Mm. They used to have that straight cut down. Like you see, like if you're looking at it on the side where it kind of went like really steep down. Oh, uh, I see what you're saying now. It kind of has a first act feel to it. And I think I hate dot inlays. So there's that. Oh, this looks uh, so photoshopped now that I'm looking at it. On a, on a minimalized guitar, I think it looks okay. No. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I would just say if you're going to do... <sighs> I'd probably put a twerk on there. Now you're talking. No, <laughs> it still looks ugly, though. I just think it's an ugly-looking guitar. I... It's not the best, like, Les Paul Telly, like, no, mashup out there, but it's still What's, decent. What is the back of the guitar? The back of the guitar looks like flipping plywood. The back of the neck. I mean, it's $500, so. I know, but it, like, it literally <laughs> looks like someone un put unfinished plywood. Oh, because it's maple and you can see the grain? I don't know, maybe. At least it looks like it has a thin finish on the neck, so it's not going to get sticky on you. Yeah. Actually, that was my first thought like when I was like, oh, shoot, it's a court. <laughs> and it's from, like, that factory where we were talking about sticky neck syndrome last week. That I think that's Quartz Factory is the one that we were kind of mentioning a lot of those guitars were coming from, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's, uh, I, th I think we're pretty much done with this. I don't think it's, it's nothing to wow you. That's, I think it could do okay. I, I think this. Yeah, it, it it's not like wow material, but it's at least like hmm. Okay, this could be interesting. Yeah. So when we found out like it was Duncan designed, I was like, like okay, it should be cheaper. Anne. <laughs> if that's her name, I can't remember her name. Uh, the 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 son's like girlfriend. Yeah, the one like that they no just remember and like they keep forgetting she's there. Yeah, that's, her. Yeah. that's this guitar. <laughs> nothing memorable, nothing worth remembering. It's, it's like just kind of, ugh. like, if if this guitar was, uh, another like hundred bucks cheaper, I think it would be oh, a really yeah. good grab. At yeah. that point, then it's like mod platform. Yeah, it would definitely be like t close to the top of my list for a hundred or two less. 
I'd say 200 less. That's like a $400 guitar. Mm-hmm. Also, just want to point out that the fretboard is Jatoba, which is the first guitar I've seen using that wood as a fretboard. I don't know. It looked dry. It didn't look like it was a... You know how some of those fretboards just feel dry and they, they're not comfortable to play? Mm-hmm. That's what that looks like to me. Do you actually touch your fretboard when you play? Ooh. No. <laughs> Maybe I do. <laughs> Maybe I don't. Who knows? Uh, I don't. So, it, it, so it, it, I mean, scalloped fretboard. So, Court has been showing up on my radar more. Not like in like, oh, I want one, but just like their guitars seem relevant again instead of just being Strat copies and like. Oh, you can buy a Squire, you can buy a Court. Like, it was sort of like, that's what it was when I was starting to play guitar. I know they, uh, Court made the Matt Bellamy signature for a lot cheaper. Like his, his Manson, or Mason, Manson. The, the hmm. Black Telly? Uh, something like that. Yeah. The one that he put a Chaos Pad in and all that junk. Like, they made a, they made an affordable model through Court. So, I mean, like, there's... You know they're they're doing some interesting stuff these days. Yeah. What's the company Agile? Aren't they in court somehow related? Are they made in the same factory? I do not know. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Okay, sorry, that was random. I, for some reason, I connect those two in my brain. But if everyone will just remember, ninety percent of anything I say is something I'm I'm not sure about. <laughs> Probably making it up. I'm more scared about the 10% that you are sure about. <laughs> there's, I don't know if it's, I'm, there's, there's some, I know stuff about things. <laughs> mm. Well, speaking so. about stuff about things, uh, let's get in this next uh, <laughs> new release here. Uh, Zvex just announced uh, the vibro phase. Is everyone mixing vibrato and stuff together now? That's this year's course uh, and vibrato was the Julia and the warp vinyl. Now we're doing phase and vibrato. Next, you know, we'll do vibrato and vibrato. <laughs> it could be people's way of putting out a phase or vibrato that people would actually buy because it's packaged with something else. Yeah, that's the only way they're getting phasers. <laughs> or if you're listening to Incubus again. Um, I don't know. Zvex is. This is like weird for Zvex. Number one, it's in like a standard casing. I'm used to seeing <laughs> Zvex in the little sideways casings and. Oh yeah. The, the big yeah. probes, like they've never. Yeah, in some yeah. reason, in some ways, this this pedal is not weird enough to be considered like a real Zvex. It's it almost feels a little too mainstream. So they're like, they're like, uh, so one of the things was they did the candle candela vibraphase, which I guess is, I don't know how it'd be a, how is it a vibraphase? The candle. I thought it was just a vibrato. Mm, no idea. I don't know. But they, they introduced that back in, uh, at NAM. um, I think it was, was it last year or the year before? I think it was like two years ago, wasn't it? It was a while ago. Yeah. So, um, Zachary Vex, 
likes to make crazy stuff. So, but this seems kind of tame for him. Like, if it was like a vibrato, a phase, and a fuzz, I'd be like, yeah, that's Zvex. This seems like something that like Keeley would put out. It looks like a Keeley too. It does have a Keeley look to it, but I feel yeah. like that's the knobs and the box style put together. Because Keeley uses those knobs quite often. The little plastic looking ones, the plastic ones that are small, have the notches on the side. Um, so it's got a vibrato and phase. That's probably a blend knob. And then you can change the speed, feedback, the high bias, and the low limit. So wait and see what happens with demos when they come out. Yeah, there's there's a video out there already from, I think that it was Zvex's own. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of talking. Yeah. Yeah, there is. Um, so you yeah, probably talk less. Like, <laughs> sorry, I felt like we had a lot of room to talk about that. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're literally an hour of uh, just us talking. We're like, yeah, they talk way too much. I'm just like, uh, guys, I hate to break it to you, we talk a lot too. But I think I I don't know. I want to hear it, and I want it. It might be something I'd want to try. But I don't, I don't know. Um, I had the uh, Pigtronics EP2, the Envelope Phaser, and that was pretty cool. So I don't know. We'll have to kind of see what happens. Yeah. But the pro- the price point kind of sucks. Two hundred seventy bucks. It's yeah. uh that's a steep ask. I would have figured this would be about another. That's well, like two hundred like it- to one hundred seventy dollar pedal. Yeah, if it was made by one of the other brands we were kind of talking about, like if this was a Earthquaker, or this was a mm-hmm. Achilles, it would be it would be in that price range. Zvex, I don't know. And the weird thing is, is I don't, I haven't really looked at Zvex's new prices, but a lot of their used stuff seems to be kind of lower on the price, like the Box of Rock, because everyone apparently has had those at one point, are like a little over a hundred dollars. Can confirm. So <laughs> I've never played one. Uh, I probably need to. But we can move on to the next news. Let's see. Fretlocks announced closure and last chance to buy innovative single string capos. So if you look at them, it looks like something out of the Saw movies for guitar players. <laughs> uh, if you hit, if it was, it reminds me of the, uh, like on uh, the barbed wire fences. Yeah, they do oh, kind of yeah. look like barbs, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good luck. You're about to die. Um, <laughs> it seems like a, a product that could have done well. I could see that ha- going probably towards like the bluegrass world. A lot of acoustic stuff. I, I guess um, if you got to do a weird open tuning. And you don't want to retune your guitar. But even yeah. then, it seems like you'd probably have to retune putting those on there. It doesn't seem like something you could take off and put on really fast either. Nope. No. No. Not at all. Um, oh gosh, their their website says explore the fraternity. Yep. Oh, dang, that's so bad. Mm. Even I wouldn't have used it. Oh, <laughs> cringe. <okay. laughs> After that, moving on. <laughs> yeah. So well, next. we now know why they're closing. Probably also, <laughs> their pitch was horrible. Oh my <laughs> gosh, some of these guitar, one of the guitars in their demo picture is so dirty. It's that fretboard needs to be cleaned desperately. I don't like how these have like a adhesive back. I don't like how they. Oh, they're adhesive like backs. 
threatened. That's what it looks like to me in like their product picture. Oh, they have adhesive backs. So like it your, looks like your it. guitar is like permanently tuned to that. That or you have to hope that you so what tuning would don't that have adhesive stick. Picture. Let's see. So that's what. Well, there's one where they just have it tuned to an F. So there, it's a. Let's see. There's an E, C sharp, F sharp, and then a B flat and a E flat, and then the other E string. What the heck would that? What type of demon summoning is going on with that? <laughs> That's I don't know. It's, they're closing their doors, and they're it's your it's your last <laughs> chance to waste money. Because you're going to buy them. You're going to be like, oh, that's nifty. And then you're going to take them off and you're going to put them in a drawer. And in three years, you're going to be like, where the, what is, what is this? I don't even remember owning this. Yeah, this, this fits into that like accessories desk thing. Someone's going to buy you for Christmas and it's going to sit in a drawer. Like the thing that like every guitar player opens up and they're like, you're not disappointed because you're like, ah, I always kind of wondered about this. And then you're just like, yeah, I'm never actually going to use this. Thanks. I'm glad someone else bought it though. That's a shame. Mm-hmm. This now seems like this was a topic on one of the other gear groups that we could have totally stolen for a real topic. Crap. <laughs> uh, um, what do you mean? What? What? The, like the what? Action? What? Like gear gifts did you like receive and never? Oh use? no, that was sixty cycle hum. They talked about like the gift you don't want to get or like something like that. Yeah, I, I feel like Tone Mob just had that like a month ago. Anyway. Well, Steve, if you're listening, peel off backing paper. Yep, we're, it's we're adhesive. For it. It's adhesive? Yep. Okay, oh. now my next question is, is it actually just like a thin adhesive, or is it going to be like that foam? I, I don't crack? care. I hate it already. The 3M yeah. yep. foam? Yeah. That, no, that's, yep. You know what? You're, you're going done. under, and we don't even feel bad. I'm done. You should feel bad for making nope. that. Yeah. So don't look at us. Don't be like, oh, the market <laughs> was bad. No, your idea was bad. So it's kind of like the cord buddy guy. Like... Just, <laughs> I still can't believe that made it in the Shark Tank. I have a friend who actually owned one. Well, he's not a friend anymore when I found out he owned one. Um, Jeez. That was the final straw? That was that, it? That was it. I was, like, I was like, listen, you stole money from me. You broke into my car, but you've got that cord, buddy. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> the final straw is right there. No, but he had a cord, buddy, and... He was like, yeah, I can play every praise and worship song. And I was like, actually, you can. You're good to go, buddy. Mm. <laughs> it's like the auto harp of guitars. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, so which, it kind of goes into the topic that we didn't steal from anyone. Um, guitar fads that need another shot. This is not one of them. <laughs> Definitely not. Now, we were talking about how, like, phasers and vibrato combinations are kind of all the rage and are going around so well the effects effects in general are kind of coming back here and there um let's see the the flanger has made a yeah comeback that was like the beginning of the year there were a bunch of new flangers um i think one of the ones that really uh brought it was the womb tone kind of started it in my opinion uh was that a phaser or a flanger uh, I'm, I don't I don't know much about that. The Spectre was the flanger, okay, and they discontinued yeah, that because it didn't do too well. Yeah, but Joel's always been ahead of the time. So Joel also released the Warp Vinyl. That was their first pedal. And then 
years later, the Julia came out and kept it going. So Joel seems to always be a little bit ahead. Um, that's like Tremolo. <laughs> he released a, uh, the Tremolo, mm-hmm. and then those started becoming popular. So I guess it kind of I get maybe EQ filter pedals are going to be the next big thing since the Condor. Well, they kind of are. I mean, that you had the Latitude from Wampler come out at about the same time. Everyone needs to keep their eyes on Joel. He seems to be the guy who knows what's going to happen. Which is crazy because he makes the most complicated pedals ever. Yeah. So how is he yeah. ahead of anybody? He's the trendsetter. Uh, because because they're like they call him they're like Joel, what are you working on? He's like, oh, I'm working on an EQ filter pedal, and they're like, oh, good, we've got a, a year and a half on him because it's going to take him a minute to make that. Hmm. I don't know. I wonder how long it takes him to develop a pedal from beginning to end. Joel, if you happen to ever listen to this, come on and tell us. I'd like to know. We'll ask him a name. Yeah, we can ask him at NAMM because we'll be there. <laughs> In yeah. case y'all didn't catch that, we're going to be there. That's how we can ask him. Um, but, like, fads that are that need another shot, things that, like, uh, didn't take off or they might have and had a short-lived ride. Uh, uh, like, mine, last how- year or two years ago, you started seeing fluorescent colors come back. All the 80s riffic paint finishes. I remember when Ibanez came out with that series. That mm-hmm. looked like they're old school. The ones that John Pertucci and Steve I used to have that were the neon pink, neon green. Mm-hmm. That was a, probably about five, six years ago. And then um, maybe longer. Yeah. Offsets or were all John the rage. Mayer's, John Mayer's uh, fashion sense. Bringing <laughs> it back to the 80s. Uh, the 80s. Shoulder pads. Yeah, it was like 90s Saved by the Bell kind Have of style that web page that zach morris is trash no please no. go check it out no. it's a facebook page zach morris is trash <laughs> it always it always it, it explains how horrible of a person zach morris actually is from, <laughs> from like episodes going on it's great zach morris is trash or yes. he's looking at he's gonna be like looking i'm, right I'm on google right now <laughs> and it's just a bunch of youtube videos yeah, they might be telling you, exp- explaining you why Zach Morse is trash. All right, I'll I'll watch some of these later. <laughs> he's like he's like, hold on, we're gonna pause recording for about ten minutes. We're gonna figure out how horrible he really is. Wait, there's an Amazon link. Is oh, it a gosh. show? Oh no. This is a show. Know. There are two seasons of this show on Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen them on Facebook, so. Um, all right. <laughs> Episode one: The time Zach Morris lied about being Jewish to go to a baseball game. Yeah, yeah. It's a, <laughs> it, it dissects the whole episode and everything. Like one time, uh, what was it? Lisa Turtle is that her name? Turtle. I think it's Turtle. <laughs> but uh, how she she made like bracelets and they were gonna sell them like as a school project or something. And like the whole point was like to end up with the most money. And they're like, well, we can win if she never sleeps and all that. And he does not care at all. He's like, yeah. It was like, he talks about how Zach Morris's first sweat labor, mm-hmm. how he like exploits his friends and, and for slave labor. It's, in, it's insane. Back on topic. <laughs> Chris, what's Gosh. something you think should come back? Uh, we'll give another shot. In pre-up, we kind of touched on uh, the Evo, even though that 
was a very niche market. So, how many songs so can I, you list that have Ebo in them besides the song Ebo by REM? Uh, well, that uh, I'm sure there's Keith some. Urban used it a lot. Uh, from like 20 2005 up until like the 2010 album, like that era, he used that a lot in there. But also like the uh, sustained pickup, uh, especially with I know all of us are in like the PNW scene. So yeah. as much like pads as guitar, like pads and swells that guitars do nowadays, that could be something very interesting. Well, to actually, I think, have. I think it is definitely going to be they're going to come back because we talked about TC Electronics putting that out. Yeah, apparently Allison Chains used one on Heaven Beside You. Maybe. Hmm. Interesting. Sounds about right. Um, Interpol, take you on a cruise. Like Interpol, like International Police, had put out an album. You don't? Are you just joking, or have you never heard of? <laughs> yeah, they got bored on third shift, and <laughs> they broke into the court a factory and started recording an album there. There's a band called Interpol. Like I'm serious. I don't know. Yeah, check yes. them out. They were awesome. They were, <laughs> were. Well, like they were, they were real big during the whole like beginning of indie rock stuff in like the mid two thousands. Was no, like their kind of heyday then. Uh, I'm not into the indie rock scene you, that much. You might have heard a few songs you just didn't know who they were. If you like go down like their best albums, so like like Evil, I, I think like, was like, like their if favorite. You go down aisle five of Target, <laughs> you might be able to hear them. The uh, top played on uh, Spotify. I mean, when you're buying your Terry Lee Bolton albums at Walmart. <laughs> Listen, that's why I go to Walmart. They support Terry Lee Bolton. Don't let the hat fool you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Black Hole Sun by Soundgarden. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. I always uh, thought that was a sustainer system, but. Yeah. I guess I was wrong. Duncan Sheik, barely breathing. Hmm. I do know that song. My Iron Lung from Radiohead. <laughs> I don't listen to Radiohead out of pure principle. Mm. What's the story? Morning Glory by Oasis and Wonderwall. Apparently, uh, I, I can't Oasis. think of I can't think of it in Wonderwall though. Uh, everybody, go listen to it and send us a sound clip. Um, everyone post a video of yourself playing Wonderwall in front of people that don't want to hear it. And <laughs> just, just a random, like, you go to, like, the Golden Corral with an acoustic guitar and a camera. <laughs> I, th I think the joke's on us, though, because, like... mashed potatoes and his baked beans, and he has to listen to Wonderwall from you for three hours. Uh, so, a, a few of my friends like to go to live band karaoke at this country bar. In, in Chicago and like they'll start singing like uh, country songs a dude went up and sang Wonderwall and like everyone was singing along with them and it was like of course. really? really okay. right now people? who here has actually sang at karaoke before? because I have yeah no no listen I nailed No Rain by Blind Melon <laughs> nailed it okay I don't want to hear anyone talk about I don't know karaoke is <laughs> interesting though because there's people up there who there really should be some sort of like process to get up there because 
there's some that it's like it's not even like bad funny bad it's bad like i need my check i've got to go <laughs> <laughs> like my mom's calling <laughs> I, she wants me home the lady's looking at me like you were a 30 year old man i'm like i don't know i gotta go just bring me the check uh, every time I've gone, it's always had like the same kind of group of people. So there's been like, there's always like the two dudes who go up and either sing "In the End" by Linkin Park, or like Andrew yes. Sandman, and the whole crowd's like, "Nah, dude, stop, please." I went stop. with one of those guys. I went with one of those guys. <laughs> oh, was what it did you? He sing? No, I did Blind Melon. That was me. I tried to do the song that was like popular yet obscure, like not the one that everyone always gets. What did he sing? Um, Cranberry Zombie. No. It was a Flogging Molly song, I think. Oh. So, like, it was even better because it was, like, like, everyone's, like, what is going on here? I'm pretty sure it was Flogging Molly or, like, maybe he did Disturbed as well. (laughs) There's nothing better than the guy who actually goes on there. It's like, wow. And you're, like, no, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Like, no, don't. You're doing the noises too. And then if you ever listen to the full song of Down with the Sickness, you're like, please skip the bridge in there and it comes. And you're like, oh gosh. If you haven't heard the actual bridge on that song, it's not pretty. All right. So guitar fads. I need another shot. Back to the topic. I during pre up, I think we were talking karaoke pedals. Yeah, karaoke pedals. That's what we need. Uh the Miku. We were talking about how last week we were mentioning with uh, we want the Dan Armstrong Lucite guitars coming back. Yeah. I don't um, know if no, I want that to be a whole trend, though. I just want that guitar back. No, no. Okay, there's two guitars that I want that are completely just ridiculous, but I need them in my life at some point. One is a Dan Armstrong because I love Dave Grohl and... I've got to have it because no matter what, I'll always just want to be Dave Grohl. And then the other one is, is a, is a guitar. I'm probably getting made fun of for Kirk Hammett had a Telecaster that was clear and had, do you know the timers with like the blue, um, like at the nail salons, it's kind of like blue oil. There's water and blue oil and it moves around. That would actually be kind of cool. Oh, Does know what I'm talking about? Where it's yeah, two liquids that never mix. Yes. They just kind of... Yeah, they never mix, but they they can, like, if you shake it really fast, it turns into small little balls. But if you move it kind of slow, it all moves in one giant piece, stuff like that. So they use them for timers and nail salons, and I only know that because my mom used to own one. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I do not go visit the nail salon on the weekends. That's why Anymore. we always have to start at 4 o'clock on Sundays and never any earlier. It's because I have a standing appointment. Um, but no, no. If you look it up, I'll try to post it in the group if I remember it. Or I'm sure someone else will be like, uh, come Wednesday, they'll be like, oh, I know what he's talking about. And they'll post it for me because I'll forget by then. Um, <laughs> Kirk Hammett had a Telecaster that did that. And it looked really cool. Like I, I, I like the idea of clear guitars. Um, if you can get somehow they, if you can get them somehow sounding good, um, and also guitars that light up that are clear, I think those are pretty cool too. Yeah, I was gonna say I would want LEDs and a clear guitar. I don't think that's would, gone away though, because I've seen John Five with one recently. Um. Oh, oh. Here's one. Here's something that was kind of a fad. Do you remember the fret lights? 
not the guitars. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. there was the actual back in the Guitar World magazines. They were the uh, you put them in. They were the dots that lit up. You just took yours out and you could replace those in. They like and glow in the dark pretty much. Don't those those don't are some cool. of the uh, the more metal oriented guitars don't some of them still have that like yeah, stock. Biscuit. <laughs> um, who I, I don't think Wes Borland, the guitar player, had him, but whoever the bass player was, I know he had him. I think he was one of the endorsers in the magazine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of, I think some of the gimmicky stuff that's gone away should really come back and be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, like, that's like, so I was talking about the, in the pre app, I was talking about the source hand or the source audio hot hand or whatever it's called. Um, a, uh, expression pedal but it's controlled by your hand i think that would be pretty cool i think that they should um integrate that into the actual pedals that would be awesome yeah i was uh i was watching um a youtube video of a guy who sort of made something like that he put a sensor where his pickups were and then he'd wear just a ring and Mm -hmm. based on proximity of that he'd be able to manipulate things and he just had it do midi so it would just send to whatever. Yeah, and what was the um what was that uh MIDI controller that went on the it was something wing. I think uh, it was just the guitar wing. Yeah, the guitar wing or something like that. Connected to the lower horn. Mm-hmm. Um and it was a MIDI controller. Hmm. That that would have been that was that's pretty cool. The problem with a lot of that stuff though is is it's not um plug and play. It's not something that's yeah. really simple. If it was something that was like idiot proof, that would be great. So that would be like if Source Audio, who's still making great pedals, they've the Nemesis and the Ventress just came out and they've been doing great. If they would have been able to integrate that technology, um, add Bluetooth or something like that where it connects, mm-hmm. that would mm-hmm. be pretty cool. Or the Source Audio Solomon is their uh, multi switcher or their MIDI controller. That's something that they really could have integrated it into, but because it didn't probably didn't do so well. Because it was ahead of its time, um, I'm sure that they've kind of given up on it. So, do you see any like specific effects coming back into like back in vogue that haven't been for a little bit? I want to see the wah pedal come back. I was just thinking of that too because I haven't taken my crybaby off of my board yet, Mm -hmm. but I don't use it. Mini, and I use it a lot um, because I use it as a filter. Which it is. That's all that kind of the all that a wah is is a foot controlled filter. Quite um, literally. So, like, that's. I mean, how much stuff do we play where the recording has filter on it? It might not be on the guitar part, but it might be on some other part. And that person, that part's not being replicated. So I like to use it, uh, especially if we do songs that we like didn't practice. Our church is really big on that. Um, we'll kind of go into a song, just kind of whatever is on someone's heart. Because um, I had to use that, use that Christianese right there. Just whatever's, <laughs> on, whatever's on your heart. As the Spirit leads. Um, let the Spirit lead us. We're just going to go into a time of spontaneous worship that we pre-planned. Um, <laughs> sorry. Since we're not doing video this week, you can, everyone can see me clenching up right now. <laughs> <laughs> because... Because that's one of my favorite things is whenever they're like, oh, no, no, that was, we're going to do spontaneous worship here. And I'm just like, you keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. <laughs> um, but uh, 
that's uh, like one of the things I'll use. I'll I'll go down to the heel <laughs> where it's really low, and I'll kind of just I'll usually do a tremolo picking and kind of swell it to about halfway, and then I'll swell bring it back down. So kind of adds a ambient effect and adds a really neat sound. So I wish the wah would really make a comeback, and I would love to see new wah pedals come out because the only people who've been making them have been really like Dunlop. Um, if you're going boutique, everyone knows Real McCoy Waz, mm-hmm. uh, a Real McCoy custom. That's like the boutique Wah builder. So. <laughs> Unlike the previous, the boutique <laughs> Wah builder that wasn't actually building Waz. Oh. Too obscure? Uh, uh, Vertex. Just obscure yep. enough. Nope. Vertex. <laughs> ben yep. Wah. Mr. Ben Wah. Yeah. Now, um, yeah, they... Uh, <laughs> oh, that's opening up a can of worms. But yeah, I, I'd love to see. And then, of course, Wampler has to come out with a Wampler because everyone's been bugging him for that for years. He's been talking about that on his podcast for years, and it's always like, oh, it's not going to happen. No. no he, he's never going to make it. I Just like his Univibe. That's never going <laughs> to happen. I want to. I need a Univibe, I think. I mean, you have a Helix, so or not Helix, a uh, Kemper. Kemper. Yeah, but I don't use a lot of the onboard effects. I I prefer foot effects. Like I just prefer pedals because I'm a I'm a knob twister. I like to change things. Mm-hmm. So uh, the the Kemper is not really great for moving on the fly, and I really don't use my Kemper to its maximum capabilities. That's why I'm kind of looking for a remote so I can kind of push myself into that. Yeah. Yeah. The um. I've I've been listening to Chris Stapleton's most recent album a lot lately, oh, yeah, and he's insane. using a Univibe on that a lot, and it just sounds fantastic. The yeah, way he's using Univibe, it. I've never owned a Univibe, but um, one thing I kind of did was I always used uh, a chorus pedal. If you get the right chorus pedals, you can crank them, and it kind of has that feel to it. Um, but I really want a Univibe or something, and then since I've got the Phaser coming. And then I'll be able to do all of the Incubus sounds. <laughs> <laughs> he was all That's boss cool. pedals, wasn't he, back then? Uh, no, um, he used uh, he used a Hughes and Kettner Rotosphere. Mm. Um, he used a Boss PH2. Uh, he used a Dan Electro Reel to Reel. He had he a phase quite... shifter too, didn't he? Huh. He had the phase shifter where it steps the, instead. The PS3. Yeah. Um, I think he moved to one right around the morning view sessions. I believe he had two PH2s. Okay. But then I think he added a PH3, so he had three different phasers. Um, Mike, is it <laughs> Einzinger or Enzinger or um, I don't know Mike. how to pronounce his name. It's Mike E. Mike, Mike e, e from Incubus. Mike, Mike E. Yeah. Um, he was kind of like a. Um, the edge in the sense of he didn't change he tried to keep the pedals he used to make the sounds so um, Chris and Marissa can completely tell me if I'm wrong um, but I've seen the interviews with the edge on one of the ones was on uh, it might get loud where a lot of if he recorded with that effect he tours with it pretty much um, but so, now he's kind of gone like all uh, axe effects, I think. Yeah. That's sacrilege. 
Well, is that like for this amps? Tour, or is he that didn't... For, I'm talking about for pedals. I know pedals was uh, really. I'm almost tempted to say everything because he like the only thing on stage this tour was literally his pedal board. Like huh. the MIDI controller pedal board. Yeah, like the one that has the big MIDI switcher, the yeah. volume wall controllers, you know, and all the, that good stuff. Yeah. Um, so I think I know he did that to change amps. Uh, I think on the it might get loud. He was using Marshall. Or would uh, he use that era? He I think was like Vox Marshall and Fender. Like he had all of those with him. And then he, but he had the Marshalls. He had the rack mount heads, I think. Yeah, possibly. Um. So, but he, a lot of his pedals are on racks and uses a MIDI controller to pick through them and all that. And so I think that's kind of the way Mike was. He kept a lot of the same stuff. So I know like his Hughes and Kettner Rotosphere was like one of a, was a big thing that he kept. So let's see where, what the heck were we talking about? <laughs> How did we end up over here? Something about pedals coming back. So we're Scott to keep us on track. Sorry, I'm on Facebook. Oh. <laughs> he gets on to us about uh, getting off track. He's like, he's like, I wasn't even paying attention. I was over here. He's like, he's like, once Dia started talking about the Edge and Mike from Incubus, I just kind of zoned out. Oh, I love Mike from Incubus is like one of my biggest inspirations too. But anyway. dude, I got so ticked off at this guy online, so I posted in P Dubs about how. <laughs> I wanted a phaser. <laughs> You've been just bunch- sitting on this for like an hour. <laughs> How can I get me being angry and P-dubs into this conversation? We were talking about beforehand how if we don't have a topic, you guys, they're just going to post in the group to, for people to post stuff to make me mad. So I put on there and uh, I was like, you know, I, w- I was looking through my like box of pedals. I've got pedals everywhere. I forget. Sometimes I like forget I have certain pedals. So I was hoping I forgot I had a phaser somewhere and I didn't. And I was kind of like, oh man, I posted on there. And this guy's like, I've just never been, I've never been into phaser. Da 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 da. It's useless. To, so there, I was just like, sorry for your lack of imagination. Like, I don't know. There's too many people who look at pedals and they feel like when they hear an extreme of it, that's what it does. Um, like phaser is another one. I like to use it as a really slow rise and fall kind of like uh the way eddie van halen used phaser for the most part Mm -hmm. it has a really cool sound um especially whenever you're doing cleans and it's a really interesting effect it's kind of like flanger can be used overdone or it can be used sparingly so uh a lot of those modulation effects i'm always like i like when other people use them i just can never like i just I, i like it's just something like I can't adjust my playing to maximize this. One that I'm yeah. like that with is is uh, tremolo. Oh, only, I I'm the, there all day. I love I love the tremolo. The only time I the only time I do tremolo is whenever it's like a real hard choppy like Rage Against the Machine tremolo. Oh, see, it's I always think I, pull it off. I always think of how soon is now. Like that's what I think of when I think of like a hard chop tremolo. Is that, how soon is now? Is that by one of those bands that you turn into a acronym that no one knows who they are? The Smiths? Oh. Uh, yes. <laughs> ew. What? That's like their best song. That, it probably is crap still. I hate it's... the Smiths. Is that that Morrissey guy? Yep. Yeah, I want to kick his ass. 
What do you think about Johnny Marr, though? I don't like him either. Who do you like? <laughs> Mick Mars. I'll take him. The guy from Motley Crue. And the guy with the infused back. I don't know. I never liked the Smiths. I never got into their music. They were kind of indie, weren't they? Pretty indie. Like, Oh, they were indie before indie was a thing. Yeah, that's it. And then he's just an, he's a vegan asshole. So. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> he's one of those people. Oh, he, he's, he's that guy. He's the guy who's just like, what didn't he like get mad and not play a show because they allowed meat in the concert? I I don't really follow Morrissey that much. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he did. And screw him. That's the <laughs> I hate people. He's like the indie Axel Rose. Hey Chris. Yeah. We found out how to piss off Diaz. <laughs> 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 I don't, know how I, yeah, I don't like screw that guy <laughs> the music wasn't even that good anyways like it wasn't that great I want to see Robert Smith from the pier find Morrissey and kick his ass that's what I want to see happen in the near future I want Bono to be the referee that'd be great oh gosh it's like celebrity deathmatch Diaz version. <laughs> Someone make this happen. Now my dog's barking. He's pissed off at Morrissey too. Your <laughs> dog's over there barking. Mine's laying here in the room snoring. <sighs> that's that's half of our listeners as well. Sorry guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Marissa, wrap up this topic for us. Is there anything you want to see come back in the gear world that has kind of fallen out of fashion? Adam Clayton face. Alan Clayton <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. We're censoring this episode. <laughs> Good thing we have the E. <laughs> People are like, they're usually pretty calm and tame. Why? Well, Dia's heard about vegans. <laughs> and then we talked about Adam Clayton. <laughs> Okay, breathe. <laughs> Stop laughing so much. <laughs> we broke Marissa. Yep. She's having a mental breakdown. She's, she doesn't even think this crap's funny. She's just over there. She doesn't know what's going on in her life anymore. She's like, this is what it's become, talking with three guys uh, about vegans, making fun of you two. What type of hell am I living in? <laughs> okay. You good? Breathe. <laughs> Do you want to just skip? No. Okay. Oh, no, that no, got she, her. She, she's, got some, she's, got she's out for blood. No. She's coming. Oh. It's hot. Uh. Sorry, I've been drinking. Oh, God. Did she say she's been drinking? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. We're bringing the drinking game alive. Not if it's gonna hinder this. All right. I actually don't know if anything. Okay. <laughs> She's like, do you want to be passionate? <laughs> all, no. all that, and it's like, <laughs> do not. Look. You shall not pass me. <laughs> She's like, do you have anything to say? No, not really. I'm fine. Actually, just right here. Just thanks. I'm just happy to be here. And <laughs> <laughs> go back to drinking my wine. My wine's gone. Exactly. Why's all the wine gone? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but really, uh, I 
haven't been around in the gear world that long hmm. to know of anything. Oh, would you, you like to see a boss uh, DC two reissue? Ooh, because that's like one of my most expensive pedals right now, and I'm always like, you know, I could sell this and buy something really, really cool. It's like, no. How much does that go for? Three. I think it's at the three fifty mark now. Jesus, There's one for three hundred. SG one, isn't it? Probably yeah. There's one for three hundred on reverb right now. Yeah, uh, yeah lowest is two ninety one from well, you Quick take Glance. Seventy two dollars in free shipping <laughs> from outside the U.S. though. Yeah. Vancouver. Um. Besides, they already made one of these. It's called the TC Electronic. <laughs> A third dimension. Yeah. Third dimension. I that you can actually this. push all four buttons down at the same time and not break it. Yeah. There you go. Cool. <laughs> I, Chris, I really don't you already have one of, those? one of those? What the DC two? Or... I thought the, I thought you got the third dimension already. No, I have both. Which one's I better? The... I haven't put them side by side yet. Which one? If that you seems are... like a wasted opportunity. Listen, we're gonna do F <laughs> Mary kill, but with guitar pedals. Thanks for censoring yourself there, Diaz. <laughs> I did censor myself. <laughs> I was I was I was a legitimate. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. um, you gotta. You, <laughs> I feel so awkward. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta f a pedal, kill a pedal, marry a pedal. Let's just make this a totally like office ending, and then we'll do a desert island rig. Yeah, that's, yes. That's um, I'm gonna pick the Bible. <laughs> all right, three. Yeah, that's, all right, do, but for real, you gotta marry one, you gotta kill one on the the dimension. You want third dimension. Or DC two, you got to pick one. Resale has nothing to do with it. It's all about tone. Hmm. Took too long. They're both dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll probably keep keep around the TC just because it does actually have like four times as many options. Okay. If not more as the DC two, so I mean it's definitely more like expanded. Hmm. Yeah. But. Okay. So that's how we ended the episode because we have no idea how we got here. <laughs> somehow we started off being nice and cordial. Now we're on a desert island somewhere. <laughs> That'll be uh, an extra topic. But just remember, guys, Ryan started the fire. <laughs> <laughs> I that mean, was the same that's... episode. Thank you. I, I did pull that off. <laughs> Very proud of myself. Uh, <laughs> so, uh,. Once again, check out our thread lists. Um, buy stuff because it supports us, and that'd be really cool. And it would be neat to see people actually wearing effects loop stuff. Um, yep. And then uh, anybody wearing follow- one at Nam will get a giant hug from an overly large band. So overly large, Josh too? Scott. Band. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man, I thought you said band. I was like, I was like, are we starting a band? <laughs> like, I mean. We could. Yes. Does anyone know how to play drums? I can learn. We have a drum machine. We have a drum machine. Okay. Smashing Pumpkins covers. All right. It's it's just a Casio. It's a Casio keyboard. One of the little white ones. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Maybe put the SM57 on that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, follow us on. <laughs> check out our Instagram at the effects loop. Join our Facebook group. You can find it at Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash the effects loop. Or and you can email us with topics. Um, if you would like to be interested in sponsoring an episode, um, check us out at the effects loop at gmail.com. You could probably be talking to Chris or Scott. Um, do not message me about any of this because I have no clue. I just show up and talk. Um, so thanks for joining <laughs> us. I'm Diaz. I'm Chris. I'm Marissa. And I'm Scott. All right, we're out of here. See you guys. Bye. 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 Welcome to the effects loop. Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> uh, what order are we going to go in? I guess is what I needed to know before we jumped into that. Uh, as it's that written, that's it. That's, that's Chris, everybody. So just putting Diaz and then Diaz, Diaz first. Chris, Marissa, Scott. Nobody puts Sounds Diaz good. in the corner. No one puts. <laughs> no, but we'll put him at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs>